Warning! Calories unleashed may be offensive, especially to mask Nazi teachers. This show is honest, uses foul language, and contains sensitive topics. So, if you're easily offended, do not listen. Get some! Fucking moron! Here we go, here we go. All right, welcome, Knucklehead Nation, to another edition of America Speaks. We are interviewing uh, regular ass Americans, asking them about their American journey. And with us right now, we have a die. This guy. First off, I didn't even know I met him at a Republican convention. That's number one. Like we were, we were at some Republican club with some weird shit going on. It's like a funeral. It was like a funeral. Exactly. It was like a lot of old people, a lot of funerals. But um, we we ran into each other, and then we got hooked up through another mutual friend. And I realized that this guy was incredibly like interesting. I mean, you run a TV channel on Telegram, the Great Reveal. You're retired military. You own a weed weed farm. What else? I mean, what else? Tell us about yourself. So, First off, a die. Welcome to Calories Unleashed. Thank you, thank you. So I was born in uh, Havana, Cuba. Uh, I came to the U.S. when I was seven. Uh, it was me, my dad, my, my siblings. My mom had to stay in Cuba for another year and a half. And um, we kind of bounced around a little bit, studied in Europe for a little while, uh, came back to the U.S., to Miami, like every good Cuban should. And then we moved to Oklahoma, and I joined the Army, and I kind of bounced around for a little bit, and I retired after 23 years. I did some uh, infantry, airborne infantry, uh, military intelligence, uh, but I re- retired as a recruiter in the Army. So went off to the corporate world, um, you know, made some good money, and, and around 2019 decided to invest in a weed farm, which is kind of funny because I'd never really smoked weed. Okay. Uh, the devil's lettuce was real in my house. <laughs> like, you know, you know how many soldiers, you know how many, I, I apologize to all the soldiers. The that, devil's that, lettuce. Uh, never... Absolutely. That, you know, I had a hand in getting kicked out because of weed. And now I own a cannabis farm, right? So, so that was an interesting journey on, on its own. And essentially, initially it was about making money. It was about, you know, this is a growing industry. It's triple digits growth all the time. It makes financial sense to do it. We had a contact in Oklahoma because I used to live in Oklahoma. And uh, got some investors together and went down there to to see if we could make some money in the green rush. Oh, yeah. Right? And um, so we, you know, like typical Northeasterners, we go down there, you know, throw a bunch of seeds in the ground. This beautiful marijuana grows and you sell it and we're all millionaires. <laughs> Yeah, so it doesn't work that way, right? So you got problems with the HVAC system, you got problems with bugs, you got problems with weather, you've got employee turnover, uh, regulations. There's like all these other components. So the first couple of years was kind of like a a little bit of a journey. But in that period of time, uh, you know, we won uh, Oklahoma's best flower, we won Oklahoma's best grower, um, best soil. We, We ended up winning like eight awards. And then we got invited to compete in Seattle, and we bred, um, we entered our own genetics, <clears throat> and we got third place in International Cup. Wow. And then we submitted some, um, some test results to the Guinness Book of World Records, and we're awaiting a review from them to see if we've got the highest testing 
auto flower THC in the world. Really? Yeah. Um, mm. And so we we Give accomplished a lot, but that's not the flex. Here comes the flex. What's the f- <laughs> Flexing already. I love it. We submitted our lowest testing. Really? That was the only one. Because we figured if, you know, if that one wins, now we've got four records. Huh. So Really? So now... So it takes like a year to get a review and... Obviously, what are we talking THC numbers? For the for the out of flower, uh, 20, I think it was 27 or 28 points, 27.6, I think, uh, which was our lowest testing. We, one of our strains hit 33. So for autos, that's pretty impressive. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you know, we're doing some big things, and now we're, we're launching a, uh, uh, I don't want to say a channel. It's more like a, like an entire studio like a web three based studio where you can interact with podcasters live. Uh, you can, um, monetize content in real time. You can, um, have private sessions with your, with, you know, with your fan base all in one place without ever having to leave the platform. They don't have to leave to go subscribe here or open up a Venmo account and do a cash app and donate through PayPal. It's all in one place. No one has to, you know, no one has to leave the place to, to complete the transaction wow so you can sell like a you know like a mike hat signed and someone can buy it in real time and never leave your show they're still watching your show they just click a button boom the merchandise shows up on the screen they like it they click it and they keep watching your show all right so l- let's start here because you just you threw a lot at me there's a lot to yeah i've had to say this so many times there's a lot my to discuss that, this man um that. so let's start right here so you came across from cuba yep um, obviously Cuban citizens, did you come here? How'd you guys come here? Like a work visa? No, my, so my grandfather was born here. Okay. So when he died, my, my dad was able to assume the citizenship and because now he became an American citizen, he was able to get his family out oh, through the Swiss sweet. embassy. Okay. Yeah. So what do you know about the Cuban system? What do you want to know? I mean, do you I know? Mean, you- my, 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 my mom fought in the Cuban revolution. She was a, a weapons instructor. And um, worked in the propaganda department, uh, not for the good guys. Okay. For the Cubans, for the oh, for the communists. Their version. I mean, you know. Right. But she was in college, young, liberal, idealistic. You know, everybody's going to be equal. Right. And then a couple of years in, she realized that democracy for all, or uh, equal justice, or socialism, or communism, name your ism, it always ends up the same. Right. Oh yeah. Um, it's just like a repeated book in history. Look at North Korea. Look at Venezuela. Look at Cuba. Look at Russia when it was communist. Look at Eastern Europe compared to Western Europe. All of them, everywhere it's been tried, it's been failed. It, it's never, it's never succeeded. All it, it goes you, against human nature. Is the problem with it? Yes, because if you get on a plane and you go to the Amazon and you find a tribe that has no outside interaction, they don't care about left or right, Democrat, black, white. They're just Amazonians, right? I guarantee you there's a chief in the tribe, there's a headhunter, there's a, a medicine man, right? Mm-hmm. There's, there's different things. Equality is an illusion. It doesn't exist. There's no way. Just Impossible. think about it. Me and you are different heights. Yeah. You know, we're, we, we're probably different intelligence. We might have different athletic ability. There's, there's, there's un, under no circumstances, there ever equality. No. If, if equality existed, I would have played in the NFL for the Miami Dolphins. Seriously. Because I was fast. 
I mean, I, I was I was really fast. I was great till I got to high school, and then everybody kept getting bigger, and I was like, <laughs> I got to get into soccer. <laughs> yeah, that was a dumbass. So I became really good at soccer. <laughs> I stuck I stuck to baseball and football at 145 pounds graduating high school, you know, getting the ball 32 times a game. Like you said, I was fast. I was like, here, give it a calories, and let's see if you can run, you know. Without getting killed. Without getting killed. Yeah, you know, it was pretty tough, you know, but yeah, I definitely got killed. You know what it is? I'm feeling everything now. I didn't feel it back then. Right, right. But everything now, it's just random pains pop up for no apparent yeah. reason you know yeah. unbelievable yeah but I, I get the same yeah i'm like oh, when did my back start hurting when do i have to start reading reading glasses oh, it's 40, it's like 40, i could see text fine yesterday i was playing i play i play in a cornhole league and just at a random out of nowhere i take a step to to throw a cornhole bag and my right ankle just starts <laughs> killing me out of nowhere so now every step i'm taking that night my ankle is killing me i wake up in the morning no problem like I step out, and it's like okay, like it, like it never existed. I don't know. Forty two is it's it just it's just weird. When do you think? Um, what do you think your mom seen the light? Like two years. She- so she, she she loves to tell the story because she I do a lot of speaking throughout the state. Mm-hmm. She's a big supporter. She comes out and, and supports. She's eighty one, uh, and she says it all all the time. She says her dad after two years, about two years of of Castro's reign, her dad said, "Listen, I don't want you to argue with me." I just want you to sit down and watch this trial. And I, she tells me the name all the time, but I forget. And over the course of several days as she was watching the trial, she came to the realization this was all a setup. They're just going to execute this guy for some BS crime, like speaking out against the government. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. And um, she, dis- she said this isn't what was promised. So she woke up and she saw what it was and, and became so anti-communist that... She doesn't even like Democrats. I'm not saying Democrats are communists, but you know she doesn't even like Democrats. Well, they're She's getting really close to it with their with their platform. I mean, not even talk bad about them, but if you just take their platform and what they're what they're pushing, it's getting very close to a full on Marxist communist. Well, if I was a Democrat, deal. I'd be offended, right? I'd be offended that this is the party that would be. I'm offended at the way Republicans have acted. To be honest with you, oh, 100 percent. Even though people have you know, labeled me a conservative. Um, like I told you, I'm a liberal at heart, mm-hmm. but right, we've become so uh, polarized with party identity that we all forgot that we're all Americans first, and that's what really should matter. Well, if you listen to like, you know, Jordan Peterson and a lot of those guys, like he talks a lot about group identity, and it's in politics and in 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 the media and in in our culture, we like. We like forming group identities. Mm-hmm. It's like the football team. It's like it, it's you know baseball team. What's your favorite team? You have to be a part of some type of group, and then when you're part of that group, you start defending and taking on all the all the labels and all the everything that that embodies that group. And then you start really defending it in a toxic way because that's not who you are. Your gr- just because you're part of a group, that's not the only thing you are, and that's what they want to make it. Ha- but but you still can. I mean, I'm not even suggesting that you should be a part. Of no group, I think you should be a part of a group. However, yeah, just, it's not your the whole group identity. is the group is. I remember growing up as a kid, you had your Italian neighborhood, your Puerto Rican neighborhoods, your Dominican neighborhoods, right? Sometimes we fought with each other, sometimes we played with each other, right? But it was more of an approach of curiosity. It was like, so how do how do Puerto Ricans eat their food? Well, why do Indians do that? It wasn't this this you know the separation of democrat republican period nothing else exists mm-hmm. so have your groups just you know f- approach things with an open mind and you know go back to 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 who you are as people 
It's and that's that's the point. It's not about not being able to have a group. It's that that group should not represent your entire identity. Correct. You know, and and it's groupthink. And exactly. And when and when you have that communist that that Marxist system, they want you to only identify as your group label. They want to separate, divide by groups, by categories, and that's the way you defeat people. They don't want people like us, you know, different backgrounds no. talking and having you know having a conversation yeah. like this, which is something that's probably why they got rid of weed. One of the main reasons, because that that brings people together. There is nothing on this planet that brings people together more like more than weed. So nothing on this planet. All right, you ready? Yeah, that's the so. So last uh, I think it was December first, twenty twenty. Well, let me back up a little bit. When the pandemic hit, right, I canceled all my flights to Oklahoma. Um, locked down my house. My we used to wash our groceries. I wear. I snapped at a guy at Staples because he got too close to me, and I was like, "Yo, man, social distancing, like back up, right?" Because I know how viruses work; they can spread very easily. Mm -hmm. So, in October, I instituted a mask policy at my company in Oklahoma. I had a couple of employees quit, and then in twenty in December first, twenty twenty, I hired this pothead. From the 60s, who was the most brilliant person I've ever met and had so much passion for cannabis that I tolerated her bullshit most of the time. Yeah. But she was, she was just smart. She knew about cannabis, and then she would, would, would she started talking about the science, right? I started smoking a little bit at the time because you can't be around her without not smoking. Here, and try then, this. She's like yeah, baking like cookies. Yeah, like every five minutes. Like, here's a joint. Here's a joint. Sometimes there's two joints in her, both, you know, one joint in each hand. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's 3 o'clock. Like, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, Is there but a she gets time? shit. But she gets shit done, all, you know, whatever. So I don't say nothing. Anyways, so now I'm smoking weed a little bit more. And next thing you know, I'm not taking my three sleeping medications. I don't even notice. I'm just smoking weed and go to bed. And then a couple of months goes by, and I'm no longer taking Xanax. Still don't notice. I noticed when I got off, like, the Adderall. Because that one's like, you know, that one keeps you sharp. Mm -hmm. But then I realized, shit, I just came off of six prescription medications because I'm smoking pot. Mm -hmm. The bottle of wine that I bought four months ago is still sitting there because prior to that, it would have been gone in, like, one or two days. Okay. But now I use it to like cook. And I thought to myself, those are some pretty big industries that this thing can, can take over and disrupt. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Why a, do you think they fought against it so hard? That's a, a mold. Well, I, so it's funny you should ask that <laughs> because I have a curious mind. Yeah. Now, mind you, prior to 2020, I used to argue with my brother. I used to say, listen, you're a freaking fanatic. For stuff, you know, the stuff you talk about is nuts. And he would tell me about vaccines. And I was like, you know, I remember he used to come to the house and would be like, all right, listen, get rid of the paper plates because Albert's coming. And you know how he is about eating on paper plates and blah, blah, right? He's like the freaking crazy uncle. And um, <clears throat> I've apologized to him recently because everything I believed to be true was not. 
that goes across party lines that goes to the pharmaceutical industries that goes through everything you can possibly think of and it was kind of a shocking experience but i only went where the facts took me and i didn't stop until you know there was nowhere else to go where you can at least see enough of the map or the puzzle to know that there's a house with a red truck in the driveway and a tree with a swing. Maybe I can't tell you what the license plate says. And I can't tell you if it's got a side mirror. But I know there's a fucking house. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a truck and a tree and a swing. I can surmise that it might be a house, you know, in a neighborhood or in a farm. But it's a fucking house. But it's a house. So. But you had to be open to that. Right, I mean, it, you like, have to d- want to know the truth. Yeah, I mean, you, you had at some point. Like, what made you think? What made you start ser- searching out the truth? Was it weed? No, it <laughs> was, was it? it was was the it being all high and just asking questions? No, it was shit? the election. Like, I wonder what else these motherfuckers are laughing or lying to us about. No, it was the election, really, that kind of gave okay. me the initial shock. You know, hmm. uh, but I think weed certainly accelerated it. And I actually, I actually, was talking to my daughter, and I said, you know. I think that one of the reasons that weed is illegal is because it keeps you from being brainwashed. And you ask a lot of questions. And my daughter said, no, actually, there's a research paper that says that. So I went digging for it. So it turns out that in 1910, or prior to 1910, about 54% of doctors and hospitals taught homeopathic medicine mm-hmm. to include cannabis. But then after 1910, those numbers began to drop. And by the early 1920s, it's almost nothing. It's in the lower teen, or in the lower single digits. To the point that, when was the last time you saw somebody get a PhD in holistic studies at Rutgers University? I don't know. 60 years maybe? 70 years maybe? What happened? Something must have happened, right? that changed that because prior to 1910 for the last 6,000 human years we treated people with herbs and garlic and vinegar right oh yeah apple cider vinegar right it's just good for everything everything gargle with it when you have a sore throat yeah Yeah. it cures everything I take it to keep my my pH balance and my body really good and stuff but why is it that if you talk about that you're somehow a conspiracy theorist. Like oh, was all was Pfizer around in 1605? <laughs> no, but no. powerful people were around in 1605. You know, there's always been people at power that's been trying to manipulate the, the the population, and and now they just they have a mass means of doing it. So who, and they have uh, referees that they bought and paid for that that make sure only their truth. So who are those people? Out. Who are those people? It's it's tough to say. You know, like you. you, you you sit there and you hear the names like the Rothschilds and, uh, you know, Carnegie's and all those fucking people. But really, who is it? It's, you know, lately it seems like Bill Gates is behind everything. It just so happens, you know, he's he's buying up all the farmland and, and, and prices of chicken are skyrocketing. It just so happens that we're having a formula shortage and he just invested in some new tit milk. Oh, yeah. You know, it just so happens that he invests in all the vaccines and he was on the forefront of COVID research before COVID even came out. It just so happens he was behind some of the money that the NIH sent over to Wuhan lab when they created this virus in the first fucking place. It's just, it's weird about how the same jerk-offs are being rumored to be around stuff. And, but see, and they, and they but if I'm an attorney, I'd say that's all anecdotal. 
Of course it is. Right? Mm-hmm. So let's remove that. I don't think you can, but I'll play your game. Let's find out. Yeah. I'll play your game. Right? So around 1903 to 1907, I can't remember the exact date, some of the people you mentioned, the Rockefeller family, the Morgan family, the Rothschild family, uh, the Carnegie family, I believe, met in a place called the Chatham House in England. Mm-hmm. And they decided that they wanted to buy 175 of the world's biggest newspapers, right? But before they did that, they did what smart business people do. They invested a little bit and bought one, the Daily Mail. And they ran a six-month experiment. During that six months, they determined that 87.4% of the human population is as easily trained as rats. Hmm. So they did what smart business people do. They didn't buy 175. They bought the 25 biggest. The New York Times, the Washington Journal, the New York Post. Okay? So you fast forward to 1910. What was that number? 80? 87.4. No shit. Write it down. It's either 87.4 or 84.7. I might have those numbers inverted. Well, it's, it's, it's in over the 80. 80s. Put it this way. It's, it's over 80. It's, it's, it, I think I think we can establish that it's enough. Enough of the people are as oh. easily trained as rats. Enough to enough to invest, obviously. Obviously. So so then again we go back to the holistic stuff. What happens in the nineteen ten? So in nineteen ten, a person by the name of Abraham Flexner submitted a report to Congress called the Flexner Report. And Congress passed the American Medical Association, the AMA. And the rule was that unless you practiced or taught medicine according to AMA standards, you weren't getting federal funding. Rockefeller, through the Carnegie Foundation, immediately sent millions of dollars to colleges through grants on one condition. They abide by AMA standards. So within 15 years, holistic medicine, gone. Mm-hmm. Right? In 1939, I'm sorry, in the 1920s when it was discovered that you can make um, medication from petroleum, Rockefeller immediately jumped into the game and bought a company called IG Farben. IG Farben is headquartered in Germany. It's one of the biggest pharmaceutical companies in the world. And he bought it in 1939. And if I recall my history correctly the extermination of the Jews was already occurring and Hitler was invading France well, or I mean, Poland. It's very well documented that, right. that a lot of those big players were, were playing both sides to see which one was going to come out and, right. and win. So it's like, that's not even a secret. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. The number one product that IG Farben made was Cyclone B. Cyclone B is the gas they used to kill the Jews. Huh. In the 1950s, when it was discovered that petroleum-based medication was one of the leading causes of cancer, the Rockefeller family started the American Cancer Society. Oh, so they started making money out of both ways. The Rothschild family owns about 95% of the world banks, including the IMF, the World Bank, the U.S. Federal Reserve. So what you just told me is powerful people have been trying to control media and the word for a very long time, and that they have poisoned people and made money off of poisoned people and then trying to cure the poison that they put into people. So it's already well documented these people have done this throughout human history, within the last hundred years. 
Good, you can Not exactly t- what I said. But that's what I took from it. <laughs> okay. I just gave you the facts. Yes. As they took me. Yeah, exactly. Right? You surmised that based on those facts. Well, I mean, I would yeah. probably land in the same place. Well, I mean, right? it's, it, once again, it's well documented that through history. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you just say, everyone asks me, it's like, um, it's like the Pizzagate scandal. Mm-hmm. That everyone goes, oh, well, what evidence do you have that, that this is going on? And I go, you know what? I have enough evidence just throughout all of human history that I don't put any crazy, disgusting thing past humans. I just don't do it. If it is the nastiest, most vile, disgusting thing that you could possibly think of, in my brain, I believe there's a human capable of doing it. You ever heard about Jeffrey Dahmer? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you ever he hear of any people. of them? So, you, you, so right? there's there's people that have eaten people. So right. is drinking baby's blood that far-fetched of a fucking thing? I don't think so. I don't think it's too crazy. I'm not saying it happened. I'm not accusing this direct individual of it. But I'm, I'm sure that there's maniac elitists out there that are doing some crazy shit. Well, you can go on Alibaba and buy adrenochrome. Oh, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. so we know at least adrenochrome exists. Mm-hmm. Well, where does it come from? Wait, <laughs> I guess that's a big argument, right? Right, does Is it, it the, come from goats? Where, where, does, where so, does adrenochrome come from, and why does it cost $24,000 a gram? Damn, that's better than like anything you could buy drug wise, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so is it a synthetic drug? It's possible. Is it could it be the children that everybody keeps talking about? Are tortured and then they take their blood because it's a lot of adrenaline inside of it. I, who knows? So, what is adrenochrome and how is it created? Yes, right. Fear, crystallizing in the blood. Okay, so we are at four. What causes the fear? What's f- causing that child to experience that fear to release the adrenochrome? Yeah. Right. An object, a person. Couldn't be an object. An object doesn't move. Right. They'll mm-hmm. scream, but not to ca- not to the point that they're going to cause adrenochrome. So if you do a little bit of research on adrenochrome, it's actually published. Um, it's like a um, a torturous, Event. painful, yep. right, uh, traumatic, severe. Event that mm-hmm. that lasts a little bit. Oh yeah, it's, it's not immediate it's a torture. because it takes a moment for the right. Yeah, because the brain actually has to has to has to, has to start releasing. All those right. endorphins and everything throughout the blood. Yep. So, so then, why would someone do that? Right. Uh, that's and, the question. And, and that's when you get to the root of the problem. Yeah, that's when you. That's when you get to. Well, what does it do for them? Yeah. Does it give them a bunch of energy? Does it, does it make them younger? I mean, I'm being serious. That like, was five whys, by the way. I said I wouldn't, was, get, to, yeah. I wouldn't get to six. Yeah. Well, you, that was before we were, we were right. on. You were say he was saying. Um, that seven whys, and you'll get to the uh, the root cause of, of, of any answer. I like it, man. So let's let's do this. So the the election is what woke you up. Yeah. What about the election? Well, I wasn't really paying attention to like October. Okay. As a matter of fact, in early um, October, I was in Florida because we have a business in Florida with one of my partners. He's a big leftist. Uh, he used to be a Democrat, but now he's just a Nazi. I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah, it's just the way I call it. That was the natural there, pro- progression. There's nothing I'm saying that I haven't told them on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, it's actually entertaining. But um, we were in Florida and we we're sharing an Airbnb and he was like, we're talking about politics. He likes Biden, obviously. Um, I liked Trump, even though I thought everything Trump said was stupid. 
Everything. And if he I would just shut his damn mouth, he might actually win the election. And then he was like, you sound like those one of those QAnons. And I was like, I don't know what the hell that means. Yeah. He goes, those QAnons people. And I was like, I have no clue what you're talking about. He's like, you haven't heard of those people? They're the ones that believe that Trump is here to trying to save the world because of, you know, uh, uh, pedophiles and, and Satanists, blah, blah. And I was like, that sounds crazy. First of all, I've never heard of it. But if that's true, that should be a good thing, no? Yeah, right. It's like, right? So you're telling me this is, that is a like group? bad or what? Like, like, I don't understand what you said that was bad there. Like, the okay. group that goes after sex trafficking of kids. Yeah, they're they're a horrible. Yeah, a horrible I was like, group I, of I hope that's true, but I I doubt it. Right. <laughs> Anyways, I watched the debates, and I even texted him, and we're like as far apart because he hates Trump. Like he sees even the Trump, and his goes into like this rage. Does he defend Biden now? Yeah, he still does. Really? Well, yeah. I got I got to meet this guy. Yeah, he um. Yeah. Got to meet him. Yeah, so he because I haven't met anybody that can actually defend yeah. what Biden's. Doing I keep right telling him on Facebook. I said, "Dude, you're like a dodo bird. I can probably auction you off." Yeah, oh yeah. Because I think you're like the only one. I mean, he's got like a little group of hyenas. That every time I say something, they jump on there. You're such a racist. I'm Cuban. Like, what are you <laughs> talking about? I'm Cuban, B. And I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, like, are it, there's no Cubans that are racist? Like, all black people like all black people. All Indians like all Indians. Wait, wait. Like, racism is exclusive of white privilege. You got to remember, yes. Only white people are racist, and only white people have privilege. Right. That's, that is the best part of that whole... Not to get off, off the topic, but I just what love that. What is the topic? I don't even <laughs> There's no topic. But we, we were just talking about something. I know that for sure. <laughs> but the uh, the white privilege thing, is just, I, I just love it. Because only, only I could be racist, but also... Only I could be judged for the color of my skin, right, that's so it's it. fucking awesome. Just, yeah, just you know, yeah. give me a paintbrush and I'll paint it till the you know skin's right. Oh yeah. What do you want? <laughs> what are you mad about this month? It's, 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 yeah. So, I leave. Listen, you've seen Schindler's List, mm-hmm. right? Everybody wants to be Schindler. Oh, we were we were actually talking about yeah. the Germans and, yeah. and they bought the fucking yeah the, the yeah. The gas we all and... watched the movie and we're like, you know what? We all want to be Schindler, but now look around, folks. Who's the Jew getting on the train? Who's the one not saying nothing that makes you complicit? You know? Who's the one wearing the, sh- the black shirts, the SS shirts and the brown shirts? Unfortunately, it might be a friend. It might be a relative that we got uninvited from a family member because we weren't vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. So that water fountain is for whites and that one is for blacks? Well, it's where we're going. It is. It, we're going right back to segregation. You look at what the Black Lives Matter stuff, you know. They, all about they, separation. All about separation and segregation. All about separation. They, um, they claim they're for Martin Luther King if they're doing everything against what he would have wished. Was, it's very interesting. I mean, you said something earlier that you, you initiated mask policy. And you're, did you get away from that? What woke you oh, up to yeah. that? Oh, yeah. So what woke me up to that is I knew none of them were doing it. I, okay. I would show up and they freaking had no mask on, you know, and they were all fine. And uh, then I would just take my damn mask off because I was just, you know, freaking out of breath because it's a farm. And um, <laughs> when I look back at it, I was like, that was the most stupidest thing. I can't believe they, I can't believe they had me. I can't believe they had me. It's so freaking disrespectful. <laughs> But uh, well, you know what? It, it got they got a lot of people. I mean, listen, I put they a, still got people. I put they, there's definitely 100. percent They still have people. I saw there's a person. A, a lot of them. I saw running. I saw a person running across Brick Boulevard with a mask, <laughs> with a mask on across the street. Yeah, I can't even keep a straight face. Not anymore. So I, how do I you point, even breathe? I point, stare, and laugh at him. I don't care. It's retarded. It uh, just doesn't make any sense, folks. Like you got to wake up. 
it's it's you there's so many at this point there's so many connecting dots right that it's almost impossible to not at least have a curious enough mind to ask the question right is it possible that a person that had seven people show up at his rally be the most popular president in u.s history i suppose is that what you believe ask the question and to the establishment, you know, to the establishment uh, Republicans, shame on those people. Shame on them. On the whole establishment. Uh, at least the Democrats, I know where they stand. Well, do you? Democrats are really good at telling you. To me, Democrats are really good at doing something and then pointing the finger at somebody else and yeah. saying, well, saying this, this is what they do. You the know? exact opposite of what they say. Yes. That's what they're about, period. Yeah, I mean, they are easier to read, I guess. You know, my, my problem is... I. I think I they're all actors. They're I think they're all actors. I think they're, they're all, all actors. The, every every last one of them. You know, even in, in nothing for nothing. It's like um, I'm not going to mention any names. When you go to that, we went to that Republican meeting. Right? Yeah. One of the guys gets up there, and it's like, you could just hear the way he talked. Like he almost went to fucking politician school. It's like Ted Cruz. Yeah, they get programmed. Yeah, it's like when they they get into that, just. The way they talk, yeah. it's almost preacher-like. Yeah. They do the dramatic pauses. And- That's why I like this guy, oh, Crispy, man. to be honest with you. I like this guy, Crispy. I actually spoke with him a couple of weeks. I, I spoke with him a couple of weeks ago because we both had seminars. Same time, he was the first speaker, I was the second. And then we got to talk, and then I, uh, I went to an event. He seems like a real dude. We'll see. But from the people I've met at the, at the GOP meetings, that's a morgue. It's a morgue. I realized when I went to that Republican thing that it was like, this is exactly what the problem is with that mm-hmm. party. Like 100, yeah. percent this is the problem because they're all out of touch. You know, once again, I heard just the stuff that they were focusing on is not winning stuff. You know, you hear Dominion. Yeah. I heard Dominion 15 fucking times. Dominion wasn't the problem. After all of this, we could at least sit back and we could recognize what is the problem. The mail-in ballots were the problem. You didn't hear that one fucking time. Matter of fact, you heard people in there defending mail-in ballots. You know, and it's just, when you get into that room, the first thing they said was, oh, we're endorsing Chris Smith, but we have Chris be here to talk to you. You know what the... You know, it's like, how how are you a Republican? I'm sorry. And you're you're going for a 42-year senator for a 22nd term. It seems like it's against what those what the Republican principles should have been, but they're not. It should be it should be against American principles, if you ask me. But well, it's not. It's not a question of should. So I just follow facts. That's all. Just facts, mm-hmm. right? Wherever they go. Um, the truth is that we can stop this tomorrow. This entire show can stop tomorrow. You know why? What's the difference between a democracy and a republic? Well, there's. Subtle differences between it, but basically, republic is individualized locations voting in a democratic way for their own individualized way of governing themselves. Okay, a democracy. How much simpler explanation. What's that? I said, how much simpler explanation? My God. Yeah, but a democracy is a, for the most part, it's a one size rules everybody mob rules. It's a a pure democracy is a one size fits all approach. And whatever way fifty one percent votes, that's the way everyone right. has to go. So it's a, yeah, it's it's essentially it's you know, two wolves and a sheep in the middle trying to decide what's for dinner. One side or the other's gonna win. You just you know, in, in a republic, the sheep has a gun. Because in a republic ninety nine percent cannot override the percent of one. 
Mm-hmm. I challenge anybody who listens to read their constitution, read the New Jersey constitution or wherever state you're in, and read the U.S. constitution, because we can agree on a couple of facts, regardless of what state you live in. One is, the constitution of that state is the supreme law of that state. That's why it's the constitution. Mm-hmm. The constitution of the country is the supreme law of the land. Therefore, anything that circumvents those things is no legal law. Mm-hmm. So you have the power, people listening have the power to get involved and take your country back. Now, how do you think that's done? Because you, like you just said. We know somebody in Ocean County po- doing it now. I, exactly, we do. And I had her on the show, Anna. And, and yeah. she's, a, she's a shining example. But she's, she's one of the 13% or 16% mm-hmm. that's not easily programmed. You know, she's one of the people that aren't going to go away. You know how it is. People go and they have a problem, and then these jerk-offs will delay, and they'll delay, and they'll delay, and then the person will lose interest because they they, they ran into a roadblock, and they leave. Anna's not doing that. takes courage. Anna's saying, no, I'm getting what I want. Yeah. Everybody else go scratch. But here's the thing about Anna, is that anyone can do what Anna's doing. Anyone. Mm -hmm. Anybody can do what Anna's doing. You just need the time and the effort. You know, you you need to want your country back. Because as a former person trained in government, communism, you've got communism in your country. Big time. This is not, it's not, they say communism is at your door. No. At every meeting I go to, it's always the Spanish people, the Eastern Europeans, they're the ones speaking up. We're the canaries in the coal mine. You don't know what communism looks like. We do. You do. We don't. Yeah. We're starting to, uh, you know, we're almost starting to see it though. With the yeah. shortages, right? So what, the only thing I think that is going to wake women up is this formula shortage. Because that, that hits right with their kids. That hits their kids. Mm-hmm. When, have you, when have you ever seen, you know, really, even liberal women, you've never seen them suffer. You really haven't. Even and when I say that, I mean, there's some poor in this world or in this country. But let's face facts. The poor in this country live a much better existence than the oh, poor yeah. everywhere else in the world. You want to know what world. poor is? Go freaking go to Havana. Go to Exactly. Go to Venezuela where they're eating freaking animals at the zoo. It, yes. Like flamingos. Yeah, flamingos. I've had a lot of weird shit. I've never had you, a flamingo. Have you, have you ever had fl- fried flamingo? <laughs> I haven't. Cutlets, they are fucking amazing. I'm serious? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. I've never. I've never eaten flamingo in my life. But they're eating but them in freaking Venezuela. They're eating flamingo out of the zoo. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and start bitching because you got no more chicken breasts at the store. Get exactly, out of here. and you're and you're chasing down squirrels and your dog. And have, have, it's have coming, you, folks. Have you ever heard um, that Yonmi Park on on um, on Rogan, Mm-mm. the North Korean defector? Oh, if you've never heard that episode, I, I, I used it. It's on, it's on the Rogan show. It's, her name is Yeonmi Park, and she's basically a Cuban defector, or not Cuban, Cuban, a North Korean defector. And her story is one that is, it, it just, you can't even wrap your head around how horrific people actually do live on this planet. Mm-hmm. You can't, because when you live such a spoiled, ridiculous life like we do here, and people don't realize how good we have it. People just want to sit around and bitch. Yeah, people want to complain. People That's don't want to get involved. But you, know, but, but you know what? That's not because people are. That's all by design. It's the it's the eighty four percent of people that are that are trained like rats to hate the country. But how do you do that if 
Okay, so in the nineteen in the early nineteen hundreds, everybody read the newspaper. What's the percentage of people that read the newspaper now? But it's easier. It's not newspaper now. Now, now you get it right up on your screen. <laughs> now they're able to directly feed you whatever information you search out on the internet, maybe, but not on TV. I mean, think about it. They know what you they know what you want to watch. They have enough programming to where you could see this, you could see that. These people, the, the the thing about your phone now is they know more about your ass than you know about you. That's the God's honest truth. My, the, the, my neighbors, the my, my co-host Jay, he's. He sent me a text message of the new lawnmower he was getting. I didn't say the name of it, nothing. He sent me a picture of his new lawnmower. The, as soon as I got onto Facebook, I was getting advertisements for that specific lawnmower. Do you ever wonder why? No, I know why. Because the phone is tracking every last little <laughs> thing I do. It's listening to what I'm saying. It's seeing my text messages. Everything I click on, everything I search for on Google, they are build, building up a profile about exactly who I am, and then they have an algorithm that's able to just feed me the information that I crave and I, I try so to do seek you think, out. So do you think that the people who bought those newspapers said, you know what, people are watching TV more, they're not really reading newspapers anymore, or they're... They're on social media now, so our empire's gone. We've been able to control the masses this whole time, but nobody's reading the newspaper. Or do you think maybe, possibly, they might have been involved in other sources of media, like the TV, like social they media? They bought them all. Like, you look at BlackRock, right? <laughs> you ever Black heard of Operation Mockingbird? I have. What was that? So, Can't recall right now. That's, but before Mockingbird, you ever heard uh, MK Ultra? I've heard it. I've heard it referenced, but I don't know what it is. Okay, so I know MK Ultra was an experiment the CIA was conducting on mind control, right? How to <clears throat> how to control uh, someone's mind, how to break someone, how to manipulate them, how to get them to do whatever they wanted. They did it for throughout the fifties. It was like a big scandal. There was congressional rec records on it, all kinds of stuff. And then in the nineteen sixties, the CIA launched another program called Operation Mockingbird. And Operation Mockingbird was where they were inserting CIA-trained individuals into mainstream media and buying reporters through cash and other stuff, right, to control the narrative. Hmm. These are all public records. Yeah. Um, neither program was ever uh, officially canceled that I can tell. So why would you have a mind control program and a media control um, program. Once again, for the 87.4% of people that are easier to train than rats. Exactly. And yes, do I think that all those people that owned all the major newspapers then just went ahead and bought all the major news organizations and then went ahead and controlled all of the major social media organizations? 100%. It turns out that like the first... I think the CIA was started by like seven people. It was like seven first people that uh, created the CIA. Three of them were like Rockefellers. One was a Rothschild. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bushes are back there and involved mm -hmm. in all that shit from Prescott. That Bush. was shocking. I had to. I threw his book away, by the way, because I was a Bush fan. I voted for him twice. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, turns out that until I learned about his family, then I stopped liking him so much. Maybe. Just maybe they might have been involved in the whole Kennedy thing and child sex trafficking and, you know, 9-11. I don't know. Just maybe. Maybe. 
It's very interesting. See, I still I still look at 9-11 and I go, you know, just as a builder, as a mason contractor, I, I don't see concrete crumbling. Like I just don't see it crumbling. It just doesn't make any rational what sense. What I find interesting is that there's no video available of the plane hitting the Pentagon. None. One grainy photo a from, a, from a from a this fucking. This is the most defended city in the world. The Pentagon. I've been to the Pentagon. I've been no to DC. Video There's cameras everywhere, and this thing went flying, a hundred feet, whatever the hell it was. All you saw right was a fireball top. in it from a little grainy camera <laughs> from a gas station across the street. It's not even a tall building. This plane must have been what a hundred feet off the ground, mm-hmm. right? What about the light post? What about the trees? And not a single camera caught anything. Not one. I find that very interesting. Find, right? Right? Yeah. A lot of it. It's, I, I, you know, when I, when I sit back and I look at what, what the government does on both sides, you know, yeah. I really think they're, they're, they're playing a game to keep all of us just preoccupied mm-hmm. and stupid mm-hmm. to where, like, when you say we, we could take our, ba- our, our country back <laughs> tomorrow, we can. But the problem is, like you said, there's 84% of people that are that are already programmed that even when they face the facts, even when you lay out the facts for them, they've been brainwashed to the point where the facts don't won't even change their mind. They'll just go into the default position or just start calling you something. You become a bigot, you become a liar, you become an asshole, you become a racist, you become something. And then even if you did, let's just say you took some of that 84% and you were able to take 50% of them and change their mind. So now you have 40% that actually could fucking think. There's going to be 38% of them that are too damn lazy to get up their ass and do anything. You know how many people... You know how many There's not many Annas in this world. No, but you know how many people fought in the American Revolution? 3% of the population. 3%, yeah. And only about 30% supported it. Really? Yes, 30, 33%. I can't remember the exact number. But only 3% actually did the fighting. Mm-hmm. There's 350 million people now. You don't want CRT in school? Don't allow it. Well, see, you're starting to see that now. You're starting to see yeah, people Yeah, because wake people up. are starting to wake up a little bit. They're starting time. to voice their, voice their yeah. concerns, and they are. They get, are. Edu- get educated. Learn the law. Stick with the process, because at the end of the day, they are your employees. A government instituted by and for the people. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but this government ain't working for me. <laughs> it doesn't work for me. You know, I don't want it to work. <clears throat> you know, I have a different take on government. I, I'm honestly at, at the point where like, I'm almost at abolishing all of it. What do they you do? You have to at this point. What do they do? You have they to. They don't do anything. We have enough fucking laws. We have enough of them. You talk about, oh, we have to pass a budget. They didn't pass a budget for eight years under Obama and a couple years under Trump. They didn't even pass one. And then when we actually had a budget, we said, you know what? Fuck the budget. We're going to spend $5 trillion on COVID just because we feel like it. Mm-hmm. You know? And then... You can't... You, you can't sit here and 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 not be enraged, regardless of which part, uh, uh, party you're part of. Regardless, no matter what it is, they're spitting in your face. It's like the George Bush shit. Oh, he was a compassionate conservative, and then we had that side, yeah. and all they did was spend money. And then and then the Democrats get in, and all they did is spend money. Yeah, I was looking at a um, I've been doing like some reviews on old political commercials. And Obama's was hyster- hysterical going into his second term. He pro- he promised over and over on his in on camera that he was going to lower the deficit by four trillion dollars. And you just you see the results now. 
it, all of that's just hollow bullshit words that nobody takes these people serious on or nobody holds them to account on. Nobody even gives a shit. How many people you, you, you sit back and you, and you hear, oh, I don't pay attention to politics? Well, everything's politics. Everything, Everything is politics. But these people are the reason. But you know why? You know why? People, why? Why we can't get stuff across? You know why we get people? You know why people are discouraged because they're focused on the wrong targets. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. They're focused on the three hundred meter target when they should be focusing on the fifty. You're worried about Obama and Biden and Menendez. You have a school board. You have a city committee. You have a mayor's office. You have a sheriff's office. We have a congressman that, that is going to be a 42-year congressman. Right. So take it, take it all from the ground up. Work your way to the 300-meter target. It's, so here was my idea. I really believe that I could, solve, I could solve all of our problems very quickly. I really believe it. Things like this will never happen. Destroy the media. Well, it's we need to, we need especially just in our general area. We need we need maybe three things, and I think we could make a lot of big issues go away just in our area. The number one thing that I would say would be we need a um, a citizens tribunal that's made up of liberals and conservatives in this area. Okay, to where. Whoever our elected officials are have to come in on a monthly basis and answer questions about what they're doing for us. And I, like that. And, I thought we were going to execute them. No, well, I mean, if, if I have I have a thing where if you if you were trying to serve yourself and you're not looking out for your constituents, you're not answering your constituents, then they immediately we could revoke them ever running for office ever again. It's your government. That's number one. Yeah, I, I love that. Number two, Sign we need up. we need a local money only in our politics, and we need to get large money out. There has to be spend limits on every single position, from governor to congressman to all of them. You don't get to spend. Andy Kim spent twelve million dollars to Richter's one million. In this last in this last congressman race, right, twelve million dollars. None of it was Ocean County money. None of it was Burlington money. It was all RNC money. It was all foreign money. So you have all of that money being injected in our county and buying these votes and buying these but buying these elections. It can't happen. All you have to do is say no. We're going to have a one million dollar spend limit, a hundred thousand dollar spend limit. That's all you get. Get out there and talk to the fucking people campaigning. That way, A, what does it do? It allows more people into the race. You have more choices. And and they're not influenced by all the big money donors. And that's all it is. If you have money, you could buy your politicians. You shouldn't be able to come into office, a public office, and walk out worth 10 times the amount of money when you went in. That's, yeah, right? exactly. 80, everybody talks about big oil, big oil, big oil. Big oil spends about $80 billion a year in lobbying. It's a lot of lobbying, right? It's a lot of lobbying. Lobbying is petty cash for a business owner. Lobbying is the stuff you do, like take a client out to dinner, go to an event, right? Stuff that you not outside your operating expense, mm-hmm. right? Payroll and all that. They're You're telling good. me that I can't buy a politician with that? Of course I you can't can. go to a bar and wait for this politician who's been married for 32 years and he's bored and I land some freaking beautiful woman or a gambling problem or whatever and then videotape it and then when he's eating breakfast the next morning I sit down and say hey Joe I need you to vote this way because it's going to be good for your constituents and blah blah let me buy you breakfast no 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 I'm I'm not going to do that well here's some pictures 
Mm-hmm. Your career's done. Mm-hmm. You think I can afford that with $88 billion? Of course you can. Right? Billion with a B. With a B. Right? You know what else you could do? Hey, guess what? Push this product. Buy our stock. You're going to make a whole bunch of shit, a whole bunch of money on the stock because we're, our stock is going to explode when you give, give us all this federal money, like which Pfizer. Is, which is, is what they did with Pfizer. Which is, pharmace- which is why pharmaceuticals spent about $218 billion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what are they getting with that Bain money? Oil spends 88. So, it, so they spent 218. 218 billion. And it's all going to the same group of people. It's like revolving money. They take money, they give it back to government, and they spend the money there, and who, just to buy all the influence. And then they take that money, and they get. And it's like to me, it's like one big cycle where they're almost washing it and selling it back to them mm-hmm. and washing. It. Then it, I it, it used all the money used to go through Ukraine. You know, I love the Ukraine because, like, two years ago, well, we hated thank, their fucking thank guts. Thank you, Putin, because Putin uh, just cured COVID. <laughs> he just cured COVID, exactly. Oh, but well, you know monkeypox. what? Yeah, monkeypox. Monkeypox is coming. You gotta, you gotta watch out for monkeypox. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's switch gears because uh, you know we had you. This is already an hour. Is it? Oh yeah. This is just what happens when we when we're, when we're talking about shit like this. Are you? Let's let's get into the 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 main question I ask every single one yeah. of the, every one of my guests. Are you living? Your your version of the American dream. Yeah, but I but I I am personally. Um, but I weep for my country. Okay, it's bigger. It's bigger than me. I mean, I I. What if I become? Assuming my American dream is, I become a, a multimillionaire, right? And then I get there, and the government takes eighty percent. Yeah, true. Then you I, <laughs> did you? I didn't live did, my American dream yeah. very long. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? America destroyed your American dream. America, you got to live fuck it. Fuck yeah! Give <laughs> you, me shit. You definitely got to live it Come on, man. for a second. Yeah. For, so can you imagine I, I, having eighty percent of your of of what you were? I don't have to imagine it. My uncle makes like eighteen dollars a month in Cuba as retirement. That's what he's worth, according really? to the Cuban government. About eighteen dollars, eighteen bucks a month. Yeah, wow, that's definitely eating <coughs> eating like cricket status outside and shit. Yeah, that's 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 you're anywhere chasing, in Cuba, but <laughs> you're chasing down grasshoppers for dinner. But the fluctuation of the, of the economy out there, it might be a little more now. I don't know because it probably takes more money to buy stuff. But yeah, it's yeah ninety percent, eighty percent, eighty five percent. So you know, it's not like I'm saying I want poor people, right? Who wants to be poor? Nobody being poor sucks. That's the whole point. If you be, make, if you make, if you make, poor, poor people, people can't buy people buy shit from me. Let's face facts. <laughs> hey, I don't need poor. I don't need more people poor. I need more people with money. Hey, I I work in a luxury field. I do high end backyards. I do custom fireplaces, pizza ovens. I need people with money. I don't, a poor people person has never given me work. Has never given me a job. If you are a broke motherfucker, no offense, <laughs> I love you, but you're not buying my service. Yeah, so because, I need people with money because people with wealth. Right, or people with money create more jobs, which create more jobs. Right, we had the best economy under Trump, ever. Unemployment was like four percent. Mm-hmm. Those are just numbers. Whether you like them or you hate them, those are numbers. Right. What has the Democrat, Democrat Party ever done for the black community? They passed the, the they passed the Civil Rights Act. When did crack and all that stuff started tearing apart the black community? Because prior to that, the black community was very conservative, mm-hmm. tight knit, used to go to church, family oriented. You know. So, what happened? All of a sudden, 
we Democrats passed a law that's supposed to make it better, and instead you got crack and ghettos and single motherhood and and, and all this well, other stuff. What started? What they really got to the women first, you of know? Course. They get to the women. They allowed the women to start marrying government, and it, it, this this went this went across. It was the it crisis was just black, solved the problem. It, it, yeah, exactly. So what, what what happened was women women stopped getting into relationships with mm-hmm. men. They started having kids. They started being allowed to marry government. The government was bailing them out of bad decisions like the, like our government likes doing. We mm-hmm. love bail, trying to bail people out of their bad decisions, which is the most... This is the dumbest, dumbest thing on the planet. It's not. It's but actually that's, perfect because you're actually creating a dependent class. It's it, Yes. It's not a stupid decision. You're creating a dependent class. So if you're creating a dependent class, why? Why do you want them to depend on you? That's the final question. See, that's the part that I struggle with, though. You haven't because read Agenda Twenty One? No, I haven't. But I, I, I don't like when I try to work when I try to work something out in my head. I don't want to be told what to think. I want to try to work it out myself. And then once I think I have a handle on it, mm-hmm. then I want to, I, I want to, you know, think about it. Like the whole idea of having a dependent class to me doesn't make any sense if you're powerful. But maybe I don't understand it yet because depopulation. Okay. So the agenda, the agenda twenty one, uh, is that they would, the goal is to get the U, the world population, the world population to five hundred million, and five hundred million be workers, which is why the vaccines or the inoculations have the microchips that communicate, and why uh, Bill Gates has a patent on biometrics reading and an app for vaccine data just come just came out. Mm-hmm. Right. Did you um you know it's funny the the microchip thing in the vaccine. Mm-hmm. It's uh there was a lot of a lot of stuff going on with that. And I was trying to I, I'm reading so so much conflicting shit on that yeah. and and you and you're trying to put it all together and one of the things that you did start seeing all the time popping up was the graphene that was being graphene found. oxide, yeah, exactly. Graphene was being found. Uh, Japan found it. Hungary found it. It was found. It was France. It was being found all yeah. over the world. Japan was the, the, the major ones that were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. and they stopped using. Um, they stopped using a couple of them for for a while. <laughs> Japan did. I was following the vaccine yeah. stuff pretty close. There was a German so, PhD that that was doing a lot of research on it. So graphene, I I ran into this mundane video about these scientists that can use a laser in a specific way mm-hmm. to print labels directly on the food, directly on the boxes, mm-hmm. and it turns like organic matter, paper, you know, anything into graphene oxide. And now that graphene, it now turns into like a RFID radio tag mm-hmm. to where they could actually scan that tag. They know exactly how long the the Apple's been on. Let's say they, they put a scan a tag on the on an apple. They know exactly how long that apple's been in there, mm-hmm. how long it's been on the shelf, where it came from, the country of origin, all of it, simply because they have a graphene tag on it. Mm-hmm. And now, you, so it's like when they were saying, oh, there was microchipping, maybe they weren't microchipping, maybe they figured out how to get the graphene oxide to fucking to, to transmit signal. It's pretty basic. It's yeah. very interesting. It's very, it's, so you, I mean, you're right. It's the, but I do believe I do believe it. they're trying to depopulate. You've they've, heard Bill Gates say it. You've yeah. heard all of them say it. They've, they've written it down. Yeah, they they definitely want to depopulate the planet. There's only a finite amount of resources. They're playing um, it's end game type shit. <laughs> it's the end game. Yeah. It, it really is because they have a schedule. Twenty twenty seven. 
because by 2030 is when the new world order is supposed to take begin. Yeah. By 2030. And it's 2022. So, yeah. I really think um, I really think Trump accelerated this. He's the only reason I woke up. Yeah. I really think he... But I think he... I'm not sure COVID was supposed to come out right now. I think that was supposed to be a couple years away. Well, according to the original plan, according to Agenda 2021 and... Um, the Rockefellers released a report in 2010 called Scenarios of the Future uh, from the Rockefeller Foundation. And if you go to Chapter 18, it's called the Lockstep. And it describes the media control, the masks, the six feet of distancing, res uh, restrictions being lifted, and then harder restrictions coming back again. You know, So, yeah, they've been planning it for a while. The, exactly. And you, you heard, um, you know, we, we brought up Prescott Bush. Yeah, but he spoke about a new world order back in nineteen. They all did. It was just about it, it was about what phase we were in. You don't yeah. know. You didn't FDR know what phase. spoke about it. Yep. Nixon spoke about it. Uh, Bush spoke about it. The Clinton spoke about it. Mm -hmm. Obama. We're a couple years away. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced of it. They're, they're trying to go cashless. Once they mm -hmm. go cashless, once once we get into into that, then it, it starts. I think the dominoes are going to start falling. Yeah, but I do. I, I really see. Um, it's scary because some if. I say this a lot, my audience has heard this a lot, but if you take just what I did on COVID and you go back to January 31st of 2020 and you hear, you you read exactly what I fucking read or what I wrote, it's scary how accurate I was then. You know, January of 2020, I was saying this looks like it need, like old people are going to get it and fucking die from it. I mean, it, early, early on. Yet we didn't know what was happening. Like Cuomo sits back and says, "Why well, did we, nobody knew?" Murphy, oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't know sending COVID patients into into nursing homes were going to kill that many fucking people. And I didn't really. Do, you know, it's like, well, what are the these four, people are? What are the? I have a better track record <laughs> being accurate. It's fucking weird, man. What are the four states that have the highest casualties for elderly people? New Jersey, New York, Michigan, and California. Mm -hmm. And they all sent them into the elderly home. And what do they all have in common? Nursing homes. Right? They're all Democrat governors, mm -hmm. and they're all members of the new, uh, of the uh, World Economic Forum. Here's a real good question for you. <laughs> How much money, A, did COVID save governments, and B, how much money did COVID make? Well, COVID made there was a, there was a couple articles I read a while back. Trillion-dollar product. More than, more than that. Wait, I think, I think uh, Pfizer was making a million dollars a minute no at some point. Yeah. A million dollars a minute. Can you imagine that? See what they're making. No, I try to add it out of my head, and I was like, uh, that's a lot. I don't even know what that is. How do you even? Yeah, that, that would be awesome. And it's all government money. That was the best part of yeah, it. Yeah, we, we funded our own it's experiment. All government money. Good job, America. Well, think about it. We funded, <laughs> we funded the virus. Yes. Then we funded everything else that yeah. came with the virus. And please, give me another shot, and another shot, and another shot, and another shot. It's going to keep coming. Of course, yes. It has to. Pfizer has eight on the schedule. Exactly. <laughs> I can't make this shit up. <laughs> They're already going for emergency action for the 12th just, shot. Just ask a question, man. Right? If you get a vaccine card and they say it's one shot, but there's four slots, there isn't one shot. Yeah. And then they're going to turn it on the back, and you're going to get lines written <laughs> was, on the back. Too. There's four lines in the vaccine shot. They said, oh, one shot, 97% efficacy. There was four slots there. You knew some more were coming, right? You knew them. You had to. <laughs> Yeah, what's the empty spaces for? Oh, man. I'm not That's like when you get a subway card and you get the free, you know, every time you get one, you get you get to punch your fucking <laughs> right. ticket. There's 10 slots there, man. It's not just <laughs> one slot. Right. You know you got nine more to go. <laughs> <laughs>
Yo, let me tell you something, man. We could, I could talk to you about this shit all day long. Let's do something really quick. So I wanted to get to to your business. What's um, what's owning a weed farm like? Because that's like the, you know, I am a pothead. Yeah, love it, love it. Now I, I've been smoking for a while though. Yeah, hundred percent. To me, oh, it just it just dials me down. You know, like I was wide open throttle, like fucking just red line and wide open like maniac. And just weed gives me like a half throttle, yeah, you know. Throttle. Yeah, just, just <laughs> sometimes that's all you need. That's it, man. I just need I need half throttle. I just <laughs> I, I don't get as as pissed off as I yeah. used to at things, you know. It definitely just keeps me calmer. Yeah, and that's really what it does for me throughout the day. I just if something bothers me, I'm just I go out, I smoke a bowl instead of getting yeah. pissed off. I just rip a bowl, and then I exhale and I smile. Right. I'm like. What was I pissed off about again? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. It right? did not matter at all. Yeah. yeah. It's it's interesting. Um, you know, first of all, I have a phenomenal crew on the ground. Uh, just brilliant, brilliant people. Farmers. Uh, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but it's it's very rewarding. Uh, we're getting now into the science portion of it. The why do you feel relaxed, mm-hmm. right? As opposed to just, I feel relaxed. Um because that's what kind of we're, we're excited about that portion because there's so many benefits, medicinal benefits to it. So it's almost like, you know, uh, we're going to see what's out there and, and see what these different uh, cannabinoids do with the system, how they interact with the uh, endocannabinoid system, and do some education for regular people who, you know, hey, I like weed. I don't know why I like weed, but, you know, maybe I want to watch an educational video on this or maybe I want to grow this. We, we have a genetic site that we sell seeds. Um, so we'll see. I mean, owning a weed farm, you're welcome to come out. I told you. you oh, yeah, out. I'm coming out. Yeah, yeah 100%. I'm going out there next week if you want to come. Um, I definitely can't do next week. We'll see in June. But, I think in June yeah. I've got a couple people coming, some yeah. of my leadership team. So, June, July, I could definitely swing out there. Okay. Right now, it's I'm, I'm like, it's like a, after July 4th, I'm on a mad dash to July 4th in my business, you know? All right. Then after that, slows down. August well, is you're like welcome one of the Anytime, anytime yeah. you want to come Believe out. me, I want to come out and check out a weed farm, 100%. Yeah. Um, you do mostly outdoor growing, indoor growing, both? Indoor, outdoor, and greenhouse. Really? And okay. we do a lot of breeding, too. Nice. And so uh, the one we wanted in Seattle was our genetics. We, we bred our own. So now what do you do? To, to put two weed plants in a room, fucking turn that's, Barry White on a, and shit and let them that's, fuck? That's a Nancy question. <laughs> <laughs> she jerking off the fucking stems I'm just sitting there. I the, just the sit stems there and, and shit? I... I I tell her all the time, I said, man, I wish I was this passionate about anything because she does. She loves she loves the plants. She lives for the plants, right? And she talks to them. Um, so if you come out, you hang out with Nancy and just bring a notepad. Yeah. She'll yeah. blow your mind. Really? Yeah, it'll be fun. So does she go to school for like for cannabis or is it just something that like, like self-learned, self-taught? She yep. got to be like some type of chemist or anything. No? No. 35 years she's been growing. Some oh, of the, some so of the just, best weed on the planet. Just straight up experience. That's all it she's is. A, she's a real OG. Oh yeah, thirty five years of growing. I mean, thirty five years of growing. I've grown three plants in my life. Yep, three plants. I've never grown one. Three were intentional. <laughs> I mean, two were intentional. One was, I guess, I threw a seed like in my garden when we were starting it, and then tomatoes, tomatoes in between the fucking row was just a nice little weed plant, man. Got uh, about, got a little bit of like. 
little under an ounce off that little guy. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's not bad. Little, there were little outdoor plants. Same thing. I, I grew, I grew two plants in my garden. One was a male, so I had three, and then one turned out being a male. The funniest part about it was the male was like the prettiest one too. Had the like the prettiest leaves. Yeah. It was like the greenest. Was growing the fastest. I said, oh, look at this beautiful fucking plant. And then all of a sudden, I see these little balls on it. Yeah. I touched one of them, and I watched, like, spores go. Oh, shh. I was like, pulled it up right in my fire pit. Fire, <laughs> gasoline, lit it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you come on, but hang we're out good. anytime you want. Um, next time, we'll br- I'll see you with a Canagar. We'll do the Canagar the challenge. Canagar. Yeah. yeah, I don't know after that. A whole ounce. I don't know if I could smoke a whole fucking Canagar ounce. No, so, it's seven grams. Oh, seven grams. Yeah. Oh, okay. Seven grams. Yeah, I could definitely do a Canagar at seven grams. Yeah, that's that's the big one. Yeah, 100%. If you want, I'll give you one of the small ones with four and a half. Yeah, I could definitely put one of those down. No problem. That one you can probably put down in the sitting, but the big one, the bed's still on with the big one if you want. Yeah. Mm, I think I could fucking, I think I could do that. Seven grams? Yeah. Yeah, I bet I could do it. All right. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. One sitting, just, just let it rip? Yeah, you can do a podcast with Nancy. Fuck yeah. You can even split it with her. And you're still not going to finish it. I think I can. Okay. <laughs> right. If you don't, you know what the so, bet is. Remember so the, the bet so is, the right? can, So the Canagar, oh yeah, I know what the bet is. So the Canagar is, it's basically like like a cigar. It is a cigar. It is a cigar. It's 100% cannabis, hand-rolled. Uh, uh, T-Dog at the farm is the one that makes them. Uh, they're all handcrafted. Uh, now, is it flour? Is it leaves? Flour. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it's all flour, uh, and it's rolled in our cannabis leaf. So there's no hemp product to it. It's just straight cannabis. So you actually do take some of the cannabis leaves, mm-hmm. and then you basically are rolling. That's the wrap. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. So it's a process. It takes about 40 days to make. Really? It takes yeah. 40 days to make one of them? Yeah, each one. Well, you we, have we to dry make, all the we, leaves that yeah, you try. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's... Uh, I'm down, man. Fuck yeah. Dude, the Canagar. Is that something, is that like, um, where'd you come up with that? Was that the, one of your workers just started fucking? No, Na- Nancy's uh, uh, done them in the past. And, okay. And, um, it was just a new product we were kind of toying around with and we launched. Uh, we've got a couple of really, really cool products. we got cannabis tea. Um, that's pretty damn good. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like tea? Like tea, yeah. Like tea bags? hmm Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely do that. It's really, really smooth. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and our genetic side is our main thing. It's it's we have um, uh, it's called. Can I plug it? Fuck yeah! Uh, it's called uh, grow420meds.com. Grow420meds.com. Yep, and we got over fifty strains. Um, yeah, it's a good catalog. Go check it out. Okay. Some grow winners. So grow four twenty. Yep. Four twenty strains. Dot com? No, Grow420Meds. Meds, sorry. Yeah. Dot com. And now what, now what is it? Do you need like a medical card? You can buy it in Jersey, no, obviously, seeds right? No, so seeds. Oh, it's just seeds. Okay. Yeah, grow your own. So okay. now now can you sell seeds anywhere? What if yeah. it's What if it's illegal? So I think, it's I, not. I thought, no, like, so it's not illegal here, but no, is it illegal seeds. anywhere? Yeah, you can get seeds. You can, there's plenty of seed banks online. No shit. Yeah. I think we got, I don't think we got started. Yeah, I'm sure you can, but I thought I thought the specific states had to ha- had to have them legal because I thought seeds also classified as like plants. It's not anything; it's just a seed. Okay, right? Yeah, it makes it sense. It could grow up and it could be hemp. Yeah, 
Then what? Is it legal? No, it's CBD. Have fun. Yeah. Right? So it's not illegal. It's just a seed. It's huh. a novelty. Huh. Okay. Yeah, so I always thought I always thought that seeds were but can also get you hemmed up, but maybe not. Mm. Yeah. That's that's very interesting. Well, so so, so now it's just so it's just seeds. Oh, so, we've got C B D on the side too. We just released a C B D tincture. Okay. Uh, it's three thousand milligrams. So and that's now, really good for like back pains. Now where do you sell all your plant? Is it just medical? Is it do you sell it to the medical side? Do you sell it in, in dispensaries? Our so, products in dispensaries yeah. in Oklahoma, yes. Okay. But uh, these sites are for anywhere. Like you can buy C B D on Amazon. No shit. Yeah. So would you be able to sell your stuff like in New Jersey? Yeah, as far as like New CBD. Jersey. I got an order from Jersey uh coming in next week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For so any of this store. any of the dispensaries could can can buy your stuff as well, no, no yeah. matter what. Yeah. No problem with getting over state lines and no C B D you can you can order C B D from Amazon, from eBay. So Oklahoma's got a um got legalized weed too, huh? They've got or is um, it medicinal. No, purpose? it's medical. It's, it's medical. Med- okay. Yeah, it's medical. All right. Yeah. No shit, man. You do the like all the brownies and you get into making all We don't all do the- any edibles yet. Uh we've talked about doing some edibles. Um that's under the labs. That's a processing. It's a separate lab altogether. Requires different equipment. So we're not there yet. We're really on, mostly on the grow side right now. Just on the grow. No oils, nothing like that. No. I mean, we've done it in the past. We've we've released, but we do very limited drops. So we don't focus, you know, we've, we've especially now in the, in the spring and summertime, that's when the big harvests are coming. Yep. So. Okay. How many square foot you got? We've got 19 acres. 19 acres. Mm-hmm. No shit. Then you're and you're and you're utilizing all nineteen. No, or? no, no. We don't use. No, we got a, quite a ways to go. We have two buildings. We have an outdoor. We have greenhouse. Putting up a second one. Really? Mm-hmm. How big? You like typical plants? Are they? Depends. They get big or what? We've had pretty big ones, six, yeah. seven feet. No shit. Yeah. Like bushes? Like this? Well, it depends on the strain. They grow very different. Uh, you can actually start to recognize them after a while based on the leaf structure or the way they smell. When you've been around them long enough, um, yeah, you got some short, fat ones. You've got some, you know, tall, skinny ones. You've got some big, bushy ones. We grow different strains. Wow, it's like a garden. It's like a garden. Yeah, it's a garden. Yeah, it's like it's a life's a garden. garden. Very it. relaxing. It's gotta be. Yeah. Now, how long is it? Do you have like your own people that 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 have to groom it? Do you have like your yeah? We own? have our own crew. We have a full staff. Okay. Where it's just people cutting up weed all day long and shit. No, not do. They run the whole farm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they run. They're, they run daily operations, sales. Uh, we've got a whole marketing team. Um, just hired some legal people. So I mean, we've pretty good size. Wow, that's awesome. And so, you, so you took that, and now you're transitioning that into a platform. The platform is because you know there's um, there's. We as cannabis farms uh, have a very difficult time marketing. Uh, like I can't buy TV space. I can't buy uh, radio space. In certain states, you can get around a little bit uh, if you classify it as hemp. You know, it's been our experience. Uh, our social media gets banned and suspended all the time. I'm restricted. Our company's account is restricted on social media. And that's how most of these cannabis companies do a lot of their marketing. Uh, they have some big marketing firms, but that's limited. Um Hmm. So this is a way for uh, different uh, companies marketing uh, can market their products on a network 
that's already providing quality content like podcasting, music, uh, videos, educational videos, uh, original content. And it's not all weed-related. Uh, weed There's some medical research stuff. We're going to be launching a channel on mushrooms in the future, on the medical research beyond mushroom. Um, so it's for, for, you know, something different than, than all the restrictions and all, all the limitations that we currently have within the current system we operate in. So you're basically taking this platform and you're creating a social media platform that like a, it's kind of like a, almost like a Pandora, it's a Anchor, Pandora, all YouTube, those kind of mixed. Netflix, Amazon Prime with a marketplace. Mix into one with a marketplace. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be but it's also live. weed friendly. It's going to be weed friendly. It's also going to be uh, interactive. So it's based on a... Um, the Web3 technology, which is the next phase of the Internet. So there's some some capabilities that most platforms currently don't have. Uh, interactive TV, real-time monetization, uh, sell merchandise on, on, on the screen while people are watching your content. You can have um, private your own private rooms where you can meet your fans. Right. So there's a lot of uh, capabilities that current social media platforms or YouTube or anybody doesn't have. No shit. Now, where'd you get the idea for this? Uh, we work. Was it trying to market your company or something? Or what? No, it's just we, you know, we saw a problem and we decided to address it. See, I like that. I like that. And then hopefully you make some money off at the same exact time. You provide a quality service. You see a problem, try to solve a problem, and and you know hopefully you can make a profit out yeah, of it as well. Yeah, we'll see. that'll be awesome. Yeah, we'll see, man. Hey, listen, I'm excited to get going with you guys, man. It's, um, you know, we'll, 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 it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's, it's definitely going to be fun. Listen, any time I could help um, like-minded people and we could kind of try to create something together and, and, and do something and, you know, you seem like a good dude. That's what it's all about. It's, you know, former relationships and then like-minded people have got to one way or another work to, to make something better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if, if not, we're just going to be continuing to watch the TV, living in fear, watching your favorite podcast get kicked off social media, seeing a YouTube channel being canceled. If we can't play within the sandbox, let's build our own sandbox and bring the people over. and uh, Build a better sandbox. That's it. Yeah. With a little less rules yeah. and a little more freedom and give people, give people an, a, a real choice. That's it. A real choice is like... I really feel like the more, the longer and longer we go on, we don't have any choice. We have no choice. The longer we go on tolerating this, the harder it is going to be to climb out of it. Well, so I, I said that from the very beginning of COVID. So if, if you take any of these fucking mandates mm -hmm. and you allow them, they're never going to stop. Never. And, and it's, it's, it's going to be impossible to get any of them back. Once you give up freedom, they're, they're not going to willingly give it back. You have to fight for it. Freedom has been fought for. For our entire existence, entire human existence, we've been fighting for freedom. From, you know, William Wallace, Mel Gibson, in his kilt, showing his you penis. You can name me a single time in history where the people censoring you ended up being the good guys. Never. <laughs> Not one example in history. Not one. Right? They all are the assholes. There's a reason why the First Amendment is there. And I think the founders were brilliant. Because what's number two? Because if you lose number one, and you only have number two, none of the other ones really matter, do they? If you lose one or two, that nothing That wasn't for matters. deer hunting. Yeah, nothing matters. The Second Amendment was not for deer hunting. I got news for everybody, it was the not. The Second Amendment was for the government you see today. Yes. 
we're the reason, that is the reason we're not Australia right now. That is the reason we're not Havana right now or New Zealand. The, the fact, I, I really do think our, our founders were very smart, but you're yeah. right. that The fact that we have so many guns. 48% of the world's guns, I think. Is the is the reason why we are not, like you say, we're not not yeah. Australia. It's the reason why we're... we're we're able to to take take back our government much much easier. It's a it's a reason why co- countries don't want to fuck with us. Mm-hmm. Well, that's part we of the reason why. Army of a, of besides people. an ocean, that's part of the reason that the Russians and the Chinese have never had a viable plan to invade the U.S. because they know they'd have a freaking nightmare on their hands. Yeah, forty eight percent of the world's guns. I mean, All maybe in Jersey, in. you know, uh, less people are like, oh my god, a gun. But you got to start going to the Midwest. You go to somebody's house, 80-year-old grandmother come out with a shotgun, put it in your face. Oh, they have arsenals out there. Yeah. I still love the ABC News when they were when they were showing the, the, the gun range in Kentucky just blowing shit up. And they tried they tried pawning off as a Syrian war crime. <laughs> People were like, hey, by the way, that's that's Kentucky. That's that's on the YouTube channel. It's some fucking gun range that out is, there. <laughs> it's just fucking comical. It's great. And people still like, oh my God. Stand behind Ukraine. Come on. <laughs> Listen, I, I love pissing people off because, like, I, I will tell them I stand with Russia. <laughs> just, to, just just, to get, get like, could, like, could everyone just do me a favor and tell me why I should give a fuck about Ukraine? I'm going to be honest with everybody. Why should I give a solitary fuck about Ukraine? I don't. Why don't we care more about the 100,000 Afghanis that got flown, that got flown to four dicks? We don't care about that. No, let's worry about Ukraine. Yeah, we, we're going to have the Gaza Strip on fucking Route 70 yeah, pretty let's soon. let's go fucking worry about Ukraine. Uh-huh. Not the, you know, the freaking 100,000 people just got dropped in your backyard. Dude, think about it. We just gave, you, we just gave the Ukraine over $50 billion in aid. Of, of our money. When everybody else combined didn't even give a billion. Yes. Everybody over there in Europe right. didn't give them any money. But yet we were giving them $500 billion. They're saying, oh, because... Because we are a world power, we need to do those type of things. Do we? Do we have to? Once again, like the, the, the Ukraine two years ago got my president impeached. Did, did we all forget about that? Yeah. Zelensky was the scumbag that was trying to launder Trump money. Remember when he first came in? Yeah. Now all of a sudden, him and his wife are the fucking the most bravest couple on the planet. The darlings he's, of the media. He's walking around in his green shirt. They had you know nineteen heroes. Four fucking saviors and a ghost by day three. Two weeks later, we hear that none of that's real. The ghost never even existed because they were like, hey, the ghost of Kiev has been shut oh, yeah, down. Remember that fucking yeah, thing? The that. ghost of Kiev. Then they ask about it. Well, who is the ghost of Kiev? And they're like, we don't have one. I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. There's no mystery pilot shooting down Russian planes. That's like just the amount of propaganda that was coming flying at us out of Ukraine. It's like all of a sudden, I have to give a fuck about these people. They were scumbags two years ago. Now I need to weep for them and I need to see, stand with Ukraine in my local bar fucking like just signs. Give me a break. It's, it's comical. It's all bullshit. You just yeah, it's like a movie. It's like a horror movie. It's all bullshit. And then you know the the people that sit there and go, well, you know, it's Putin's price hike. Yeah, it wasn't Biden's uh, Keystone Pipeline or the stopping of the fracking uh, or you know all the other nonsense. No, it was Putin. It was Putin. It was all Putin. Was don't you love don't you love how Putin has like the president of the United States? Here's the argument: the president of the United States has no influence over gas prices. None. None. But the president of Russia does. Right. 
<laughs> you can't make this shit up. You can't even make it up. Okay. So you're telling me the president of Russia has more control in our own country than the president of the United States. Maybe, this might be a controversial statement, maybe we should start there and maybe we should change that. Okay, haven't we learned our lesson yet? Haven't we? I mean, our foreign dependence, isn't it a little bit ridiculous? China makes, all, we couldn't get toilet paper for fuck's sake. Because yeah, for a China while, I thought we down. were short on masks there for a while too. At some point, oh, there's no masks because they're stuck in a oh, boat so, in China or so something. So wear cloth, you know. Well, if you notice, it's it's funny because you have so many coincidences that, that that just take off. We couldn't get masks, so then we had the Chinese billionaire send us a whole shipment of masks. Remember that? Oh yeah. And then right after his shipment started getting distributed everywhere, they got distributed to exploded with COVID. Yeah. And then they were like. Uh, and he they sent the, he he sent masks and testing kits, right? Yeah. They sent masks, so all of a sudden the masks started testing positive. The testing kits were testing positive for fucking COVID, and the CDC came out and was like, um, all quietly, oh yeah, by the way, um, that definitely happened, but it was our fault. We we did something in the packaging, so they admit they admitted that all the testing kits and all the masks were contaminated with COVID, but they said it was their fault. But you could watch when the shipment came. You could watch COVID go take off. It's unbelievable. And Fox News doesn't know that. That's a secret from Fox News. It's all of them. None of them. None of them know it. None of them. None of them any idea. Come on. It's like it's like the whole thing. Like uh, you heard, um, what the fuck was that dude's name? The the crazy one. Um, He's on Rogan all the fuck. He's on Rogan all the time. You know what I'm talking about. He, he, he talks like this. He, they, what they do is they grab these kids and they they fuck them in the ass and then, then they compromise them. You know you know who I'm talking. What, who yeah, the fuck? Who is? Who, what the hell is that guy's name? Um, shit, I can't even think. I lost my whole train of thought <laughs> trying to think of his damn name. But um, he made dude. He was he predicted all this shit. He was predicted. He came out early and was like. This is what's going on. Jesse Ventura? No, 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 no. Um, Alex Jones. Oh, Alex. It's the Alex Jones. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've never really... I See, I, I watched him like one time. He's crazy. Like, Who the fuck is this guy? And then I, I, people say, oh, you sound like Alex Jones. So maybe he's saying something that's true because if I sound alike, I don't know. He was immediately... He said, like, he came out in... And and I'm not a big Alex Jones guy, but you you, you only watch like two episodes. I see clips. I see clips yeah. of him. But uh, early on, man, it was like, listen, I'm getting reports that you, you got the AIDS. They they took they combined the AIDS virus with this virus. Got the AIDS delivery system. Okay, that's how it's getting yourself. And it turned out that he was fucking right. It's, yeah, it had the, the AIDS truth. delivery system. It went right to the ACE2 receptor, yeah. just like AIDS did. Yeah. And it's causing autoimmune diseases and all this other shit. Yeah. It's just amazing. Like when you have these people, like, and they get censored. Of course they get censored. They were right. They're right. They were right. I started listening to these people like SGT report, X22 report. I'm like, who the fuck are these people? And, but, oh, well, what they're saying kind of makes sense. Well, yeah, I'm verifying that. I'm verifying that. And I'm like, Jesus, these guys have been around for like 13 years. I've never even heard of these guys. Never heard of them. Yep. But they, but they, they did some work. They've done work. They're yep. still doing work. Still doing work. Yeah. You look at, you look at, you know, I started getting crazy when I was listening to different doctors, and I would post one doctor saying something positive. You know that this is what COVID's about. They wouldn't get taken down. Then I'd post another doctor talking about how masks are ineffective and how how your immune system works and how you need germs and how you need to have a strong immune system and how all this 
flora, you know, bacterial flora interacts with your immune system and blah, blah, blah. And it was like, I put this guy up two days later. He was, he was cut. He, that, that was taken down. That happened to me all the time. And it was like one after the other, after the other, after the other. I started noticing like a trend. And then dude, it's like, like I just keep going back to all the, all the, the, the COVID shit. When, when a podcaster like myself, a Mason contractor from New Jersey could look these things up and somehow put it all together better than Fauci and all the people that are paid $500,000 a year. Either they don't know how to read this shit or they're being paid to lie to us. There's the only two things that can make That's any sense. That's the only two concludes. I say that shit all the time. I'm just a dude with too many jobs and not enough time. All I've got is a laptop just like you. So how can I see it? How can I take the time to do this? It's, it's funny because you, the fact checks. I love the fact checkers. Fact checkers. So... I started using the fact checks as research, mm-hmm. okay? Because I want to see what you're, what are you backing your argument up with? Right, right. So it was like mask research. You see mask, oh, the CDC recommends mask research, and these are the studies that, that, are, that they did to prove it. So you hit it. Then it's like, oh, yeah, well, what we did was we kind of went to, like, some barber shop. In Colorado, yeah. it had like 45 people in it. Then we took another barbershop that had like 25 people. So we only took 65 people total. But in their shop, it kind of worked. So we're going to spread that out to the entire country. That was that was like the, the mask research. There was three mundane, ridiculous, like shitty, horribly put together uh, studies. And that was the that's what we used. Well, the, the vaccines were safe and effective. Except- well, it was going to end COVID. You're going to be a dead end to COVID. Except that if you go on the vaccine database, like 62% of all vaccine deaths are COVID vaccines. Are COVID vaccines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The FDA has a website. The WHO has a website. Uh, Europe has a website called Eurovigilance. Like, I found all this stuff. Like, this is to the point where you got to do your own research now. Mm-hmm. You know, compare search engines. Maybe there is something to DuckDuckGo or Brave. What, if you notice, I only use DuckDuckGo. See, but they got bought out by Google recently. I heard. I heard that was that was false. That, that, that it was false. Good. Yeah. Thing. I hope. I hope so because I still use it, but I also use Brave a lot too now. Yeah. So what I noticed was, I would get if I started Googling something, and then I go to DuckDuckGo and I Google like specific. What I like doing is is Googling exactly what I want. Exactly. Copy exactly. and paste. Exactly. Copy and paste. Yes. So. When I do that, I was getting total different results, and I was getting right. real results. I was getting, I wasn't getting the, you know, all what I wanted, what what Google wanted me to yeah. see. I was getting different ones. So I started exclusively using DuckDuckGo. I started, I started backwards. I, I, I downloaded DuckDuckGo, and then I was like, "What the hell is this bullshit?" I deleted it, and I went back to Google, and then I went on Telegram because I got kicked off of Twitter, and then on Telegram I would see these these stories, and I'm like, "What the fuck." These things are crazy. This is a headline. How come I don't see this anywhere? Mm-hmm. And then I would try to find it, and I forget. So I go to Google and remember the headline. So I would try to find the headline, try to find nothing, nothing, nothing. So then I started comparing, and I started hitting the, the links. And then I would open another tab, write the headline, nothing. Take it, put it on DuckDuckGo. There it comes. It pops right up. I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. 100%. I had to break up with Google. It sucks, but I had to do it. You know, in Google, the God's honest truth is that like, the search engine's better. It, it just it is. flat it. It, it just I, I like flat it better. out better. Yeah, Google's point, way better. Yeah, but but once you know they track everything everything you do. Everything you they're do. selling all your data. Yeah, and it was like um, you get into that two thousand. Have you watched two thousand mules twice? So I have a major problem with that movie. Okay, major major problem. Just the idea that 
I see a lot of conservative people celebrating the fact that they bought cell phone tracking data and it was that easy. Like some regular ass people mm-hmm. could buy cell phone tracking data and legit track individuals down to where they were. That's scary as fuck to me. Well, that means because that data is going somewhere. Someone owns it, right? Somebody exactly. made that transaction. Yes. To right. where, you know, like I, what he did was great. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's great investigative. I'm not going to take that from it. Well, yeah, if, if the if but it's that's available, scary as fuck though. That the fact that they he, they could buy that type of information. So who has that data? I wonder. Huh? All of them. Every app. They all talk no, no, to who, each other. No, no. Who stores it? Who packages it? Who sells it? Who sells it? Yeah, I mean, Google's gotta right. Facebook's gotta. They all have. Not to. directly. I would imagine through shell companies, maybe. You think so? I mean, they, yeah. Directly. Something they would have to. Because they own the, they own the data directly, don't they? Facebook own, owns all the data, mm-hmm. right? So the, you would think they would they would they have to take that and sell it to advertisers. Because if you notice, they directly advertise right to you. You say something, or oh, I could say like hemorrhoid cream, hemorrhoid cream, hemorrhoid cream, and I guarantee you tonight yeah, I'm going to have on, something on type face, of hemorrhoid cream on Facebook or or Amazon will pop up. It will, I will have. I go into like even like. Um, I, I have this one one uh, site. It's called Flipboard, mm-hmm. where I get all my news stuff on there, like from every different station, you know. And that has that has advertisements in it too, built like into the articles. Mm-hmm. It'll be in there. It's it's everywhere. It's unbelievable how well. And then all these apps, they trade all this information to know exactly how to sell to you. Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird. It's crazy times. Data mining. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, data mining. Oh yeah. Well, listen, dude. We do. We. I guarantee you, I could talk to you for four fucking four hours. I'm starving. We have got. Yeah, we've got an hour and a half. Do me a favor. Let. I'm gonna give you the last word. Um, whatever you want to talk about, take a couple minutes. Tell us, like, how about this? Tell us what you think this country needs in a major way, and then however you want to end it, we'll end it. I think what the country needs is to. to realize the power of the individual and mm-hmm. the power that the founders gave us in the Constitution. Uh, educate yourself. Know your rights. Um, and take hold your, your, your government accountable. Because you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for your kids. Mm-hmm. Right? Because we came here from Cuba. The world is watching. Where else are we going to go? Mexico? Where are you going to go? Right? Canada, 10 times worse. Where's all the immigrants going to go? So. Nobody else takes in immigrants like we do. No. Well, no. <laughs> Nobody in the world. Where's all the world's immigrants going to go if America goes so, down? So take the country back, get involved, educate yourself, right? And, um, get, you know, get right with God. Yeah. Hedge your, your bets and smoke some weed. Smoke, smoke some our weed. weed. Smoke his weed. Smoke some good, Cash. fine. Oklahoma Chiba. Yeah. You know? What's your favorite strain? Do you have like a do you have uh, a strain that you just love growing the on one. a plant? Whatever the newest one is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always excited when I get to the farm and say we pop a new strain. I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah? Big Daddy Kush, you know, something like that. Who names them? The f- uh they come with it so they you'd have to ask Nancy, but they come from um usually like parents' names. So or some kind of variation of the parents. Oh. So if you have like White Widow and, and you make that like plant fuck Gorilla Glue, it'll be White Glue. Or, right, exactly. Yeah. 
exactly. Yeah, Gorilla Widows, right. some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> you smoked uh, Titanic Three Bears. Titanic Three Bears. Yes. I like that, dude. It's definitely got me hungry right now. Though. Yeah, no, I'm 100%. starving. You're starving. So let's do this, my man. Thank you for coming out. And uh, and all this, brother. So we have my man, Adai, right? Make sure you check him out on grow420meds.com, right? And then also your show, right? Runs the you, the Great Reveal. The Great Reveal on Telegram, yeah. That's where if you want to get news, real news, that covers Ukraine, the economy, the vaccine, a lot of vaccine data, Operation Mockingbird, you'll find it there. You'll find it there. So the Great Reveal... And uh, I'm gonna go check out the the, the seeds, man, because I know a cool. buddy a buddy of mine grows, so I'm gonna have him buy some seeds. And we're gonna, all right, cool. We're gonna check some shit out. Grow420meds.com. A die. Listen, man, we're gonna have you back on. You live right down the street, do. so we can smoke anytime we want. All right, brother. Runs it. This is guys a real American and a real American individual that has been through some shit and came from Cuba. Right, came from a family that that fled communism. Mother fought for the for the communist regime, and now here you are in America, living your life, successful, own a weed farm, and best and investment ever made. Best investment you ever made, and you're loving life. This is like, I love talking to people like you because, you know, when you said you weep for the country, I don't. Because I truly, truly, truly believe that there's more motherfuckers like me and you. 100%. Than we're shown. But the silent majority doesn't mean anything if it remains silent. Yes. Exactly. So it, doesn't, it does mean no good that I know that the majority of people probably feel like us if you don't say anything. Because I still have to occupy with the other small percentage, right? And deal with those knuckleheads because they're still knuckleheads because they think they're the majority. And they're not. Most they're people not. want family, normal, like, you know, you don't have to be a fucking psychotic. You want to be a liberal, be a liberal. You want to be a conservative, be a conservative. Be whatever you want. Be what the hell you want. Just Smoke leave some weed, me relax, yes. live your best life, and keep it moving. That's and, it. And keep it moving. Great words. Adai, thank you for joining us, Knucklehead Nation. Um, go check him out everywhere he goes. And listen, I'm going to have you back. We're going to have you back on because we, we could talk about a lot of different things. We we scratched tiny little surfaces on a we lot did. of different we things. A lot of one of these day. things, one of these days, we're going to pick like a conspiracy theory. Whichever and me and you, you me and you were going down the fucking rabbit hole yeah. on it. Hey, listen, um, everybody, do me a favor. Give us a five star rating on all of our all of our platforms. Soon to be on our newest platform coming up. Um, but we're going to be talking a lot about a lot more about that as we're as we're as we're coming up. Remember, give us a five star rating. Check us out and pick your head up and drive. That's how I end every fucking every every show. Pick your head up and drive. Take your mask off, and as always, go fuck yourself. Fucking moron! Here we go. Here we go. Listen, wake up. Fucking ridiculous. This is nothing. Wake up. Fucking moron! This is terrible. Ain't helping you? Wake. It's not helping anybody else. Wake. 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 W